Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide, raw and unfiltered. Think about that for a moment. I had such an intense experience with these two amazing human beings, and I'm very excited to be introducing them today, and that's Misha and Lindsay, and we're going to start off with Lindsay today, but what is this really all about? Well, here's the truth. I think all of us are saddled with some sort of condition and and pain, and sometimes we're just suffering, right? But suffering is a choice. Pain is inevitable, but also what is a choice is whether you're sick or not, because in today's world, there's enough information out there and enough geniuses like Lindsay and Misha that can actually help guide us towards a wonderful resolution where we have the energy and the vitality and the longevity that we want. And so it's a matter of a lot of distinctions that we need to understand, um, hinges, and that's that's a, a secret word I'm sharing with you now, which you'll find out later on what that's all about. But what is this podcast all about? Well, we're not here to promote a product or a particular person or a service. What I want you to learn from this is, is, and what we're sharing with you is the process by which you can make the best decisions for yourself. And here's the challenge, right? So many products out there, so many amazing individuals and healers out there, but which is right for you? And so how to navigate that process to make the right decisions for yourself is what this podcast is all about. So I don't know what who you are personally, what your problem is, but I do know that that process is universal and it's always going to get you there. So how do we do that today? Well, we're going to do some role playing and these might be real situations or not. And I would just lean into the actual situation that's going on and one will present with that problem and the other will guide them to some sort of resolution. Now, we only have six minutes for that. But the truth is, is that understanding and relating to that process and relating to the problem that's significant for you that will leave you with some insight or action step that you can take for yourself. So I want to welcome Lindsay and Misha. I'm honored to have them here. They're most incredible people. You'll learn a lot more about them and how amazing that they are and why you would want to connect with them. But I'm going to give um, uh, Lindsay first the opportunity to introduce herself, then Misha, and then we're going to go into a six-minute role play, and after which we're going to unpack that so that you get a better understanding of what this is all about and how it can affect your future health and that of the people that you care about. Lindsay, who are you and what's amazing and a fun fact about you? Thank you so much, Dr. Bart, for having me today. I'm Lindsay O'Neill. I am the founder of smallhinges.health. I'm uh, a TEDx speaker. I am a single mom to three little girls. I'm a wellness coach. I'm a partner in a bioenergetic technology company called Immortal. And for for the most part, I am just a lover of life and food. I've studied culinary medicine and the impact of food as medicine on in your body, um, the fuel that you have, the energy that you have, and small hinges, as you mentioned before, hinges kind of the buzzword for my business and my practice and the way I live my life. You don't have to change everything to change everything. Small hinges swing a big door of positive change. 
And so it's just identifying those small things that you can do in your diet and lifestyle that will have a big impact on your health. Uh, a fun fact for me, I actually grew up on Roosevelt Island in New York City. Not many people know what Roosevelt Island is. Either they think that Dave Matthews performs concerts there or it's where they have uh, the um, the prison. It's neither one of those places. It's actually a, a great little island wedged between Manhattan and Queens in the middle of the East River. Uh, it's a cool place to grow up, very uh, ethnically diverse, socioeconomically diverse, and um, very rare to find someone who actually grew up there. <laughs> awesome. Well, now I know something new about you. Great. Uh, Misha, a little bit about yourself and, and if you want, a fun fact about you. Thanks for having me, Bart, uh, Dr. Bart. So I just, uh, my name is Misha Hyman. I'm a, a founder and CEO of the Health Warrior Project. Uh, my company basically, you know, I'm a caterer, I'm a health coach, wellness coach, um, but I really believe I'm an activist, an educator whose mission is really to show people and educate people that you can actually, we can change our food system, change our uh, agriculture system, change our healthcare system, uh, and really by changing how we eat, by changing the food we kind of integrate into our homes and into we put into our bodies. And again, if we lower inflammation by sleeping better, hydrating better and focusing on nutrition, that's the core of our, you know, the, the basis of our mental health and maintaining our physical health. And if we do that, implement that with meditation, yoga, you know, sauna, lifestyle changes, I believe we can actually live our optimal level health and, and reverse most of the mental illness and depression and anxiety and chronic illness that's suffering, that's really plaguing our society today. So, you know, that really is my core mission in life. And I guess a fun fact about me, uh, let me see. Um, I, I rescue dogs. So I, I rescue dogs a lot in college. And right now I have a continue to have one of the dogs I saved is an 18 year old uh, service pit bull. So a lovely dog Lindsay's met before. Um, so yeah, I'm a big dog lover. And I believe, um, you know, there's something called equine therapy where they use kind of horses to train people with therapy, but I really believe in uh, canine therapy where you can use dogs to heal a lot of trauma and stress and anxiety. So I'm really big into animals and dogs and, and healing trauma any way I can. So that's my life's mission. And, and uh, thank you so much. And I'm into Maine Coon uh, therapy. Those are these big cats that can get up to 20 pounds. Oh, yeah. I got oh, through them. Oh, and, and they're awesome. They're beautiful. And I get a lot of therapeutic benefit from them. They're just adorable. Um, and so um, people who may not actually know me, I'm a plastic and reconstructive uh, surgeon for the last 25 years and totally into um, disrupting in a positive way how we access health. Uh, one way is through this uh, podcast. And I think it's really important that we understand what's available for us. And that's precisely what we get to share here today. And a fun fact about me um, is that, and I shared this with you guys earlier, is that if I wasn't a plastic surgeon, I'd be a photographer. If I wasn't a photographer, I'd be a chef. And so I'm in great company. And I just found out that, you know, um, Lindsay is all into fashion. And if I wasn't a chef, I'd be a fashion designer. So fun fact about me that I get to share on this platform. But anyhow, let's get started. Lindsay, you have a problem that you're going to share. And once again, people might get triggered by this and that's okay because we need to lean into those pains. As um, uh, Byron Katie says, is that, you know, pain is that signal that we have our work to do and it's giving us the signal as well that it's time to do something about it. So what's the problem that you're showing up with today? 
Oh, well, Misha, inflammation master. I have had chronic inflammatory conditions exacerbated by my leaky gut, which I didn't even really know anything about until about six years ago. And I've been testing myself for four different indicators of leaky gut. I've totally transformed my diet, my lifestyle, but I just can't seem to get rid of candida in my gut, which is an indicator of gut permeability. So please help me <laughs> figure out how I can address my gut and reduce my inflammation. Well, thank you so much for coming to me with that issue. I love I love uh, dealing with clients who have stomach issues is one of my favorite things to deal with because, you know, your, your gut and your, your stomach really has the most uh, bacteria and most information in, in your entire body. So once you fix that, you can kind of fix everything else. So that's, that's amazing. So let me first ask a couple of questions. So you said your diet's pretty, pretty clean. you you eat pretty healthy or what are we, what are we looking at on a daily basis? What's your diet intake? What, do you eat any processed foods? I know you're like a culinary medicine chef. So are you pretty clean or how do we, how do we eat? So for the most part, I eat real food. Um, but I also have three little girls who, you know, sometimes will order chicken fingers and French fries and, um, pizza and pasta and hamburgers and hot dogs. And, you know, they don't always eat everything on their plate and, if mommy's been running around working and cooking, I tend to just kind of, oh, don't worry about that. Just put it on the counter and then I just eat it all. Oh, <laughs> um, so I'm I'm eating mostly clean. Um, and sometimes I'm running around and going to, conf to conferences and meetings and stuff. And so I'll eat a half a bag of potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find yourself like immediately after you kind of go on a, let's say a binge or eat something you shouldn't be eating, you have a flare up or is it a constant, you have a constant kind of, you know, flare ups happening at all times. If you feel like you're like IBS a little bit. Um, it depends yeah. on how bad it, it gets. So like if I'm in a mode for a couple of weeks, if I eat like a cup, a couple of French fries, it'll be immediate, you know, like gastric distress. And I've done all of the food inflammation testing. So like I know to avoid bananas and asparagus and all of the things that actually trigger an inflammatory reaction for me specifically. But I, I do think it could, could it also be like these oils, everybody. And oh, I, yeah. that was my next thing. So do you, in the things you're eating, you probably are having some vegetable oils or seed oils. And a lot of people who go out to eat, if you really ever go out to eat, they rarely ever use just pure olive oil or pure uh, grass-fed butter or butter. It's always butter with canola oil, spreadable butter. Um, so going, if you go out to eat, like for me, even when you go to healthy restaurants um, or we seemingly healthy restaurants, like Asian restaurants or Indian restaurants or Thai restaurants, a lot of these restaurants, these, uh, so like in the 1970s after the Vietnam War, they basically had all these chefs in, in like Asia come together and these, like the embassies basically send, sent the chefs over to the U.S. to create tourism, like more tourism for these uh, countries in the East, but the way they would do it, they would tell the chefs to cook our food, but put sugar in it. So we're having all these seemingly healthy foods like Indian, Thai, you know, Vietnamese, Chinese food, Japanese food that you think would be gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free that are laced with sugar, laced with oils, processed, you know, different processed flours and whatnot. So, you know, going out to eat, you gotta be very careful with that and what you have. Um, 
like for example, uh, for example, sweet green has grapeseed oil in a lot of their oils, which is super toxic and oxidizes and makes people super sick. So you got to look into your oils. Um, another thing is like, do you have maybe mold in your environment? Do you have mercury in your environment, in your body? Do you have, you know, other, other uh, toxic metal metals that are you're dealing with? Because a lot of that can be issues with leaky gut as well. Um, some people they have limes can have like symptoms of leaky gut. So I don't know if you have any lime. I know you live in kind of Westchester area. There's you know a limes ridden uh, area, um, but I think ultimately if if you're doing all the things right uh, and you're still having issues, you know I would look into the mold and I would look into you know maybe some mercury stuff. Do you eat soup? Do you eat a lot of fish? Has your, you eat a lot of like sushi? Kind of. So that you asked about that because as a part of the data gathering um i did have my house mold tested and there's an online test that you can do a vision test it's like 17 bucks or something like that um and i did have some mold toxicity come up um which is like the worst exactly i grew up in new york city like every building in new york city has mold in it like you can't avoid it you just can't um and then I do have, so I have the homozygous C677T MTHFR mutation. So I am especially susceptible to heavy metal toxicity and just toxicity in general. I, I have noticed as you've brought this up that maybe I'm drinking too much alcohol. I brought that up? I didn't no, bring that up. you brought up toxicity. And I brought that up yesterday on the phone, not today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not eating too much heavy metal fish, but I am. I think the, the wine's tricky, right? So unless you have super great organic sulfite-free wine, a lot of the wine is like super toxic and creates like you got with like the sulfites and all the crap in it. So yeah, wine, I know you're a wine drinker since you're from Sicily, Italy. So, so that. We got one minute left, guys. One minute left. I think that, yeah, I think that is, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bart. I think that is something to look at um, and maybe get off alcohol or wine, especially for a week and see if that makes any differences. Uh, what do you notice like stress when you're stressed out? It kind of comes up more. Is that, is that no. possible? How am I not supposed to not be stressed? I'm a single mom with three kids. <laughs> but like when you, when you are stressed, does it like, you feel like it upticks a little bit? Yeah, uh, exactly. Stress yeah. is a massive indicator for a uh, massive trigger of inflammation for me. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably could meditate more, do some breath work. Do some more yoga. Pop in, the, pop in the immortal chamber. Right. Turn my phone off. <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. Awesome. Great work. Um, so much to unpack. And I wish we had, you know, 10 hours to do all that because there's a wealth, wealth of information. And I'm serious. Maybe we need to do one whole hour long show with both of you because this is tremendous. But Lindsay, what was that for you? Um, what was that all about? And so that the uh, listener gets some context. So I think it's, um, for me, this is a total true story. I do still have indicators of leaky gut, even though I'm a gut and inflammation expert, and this is pretty much all I do all day long working with my clients. And so I, it's frustrating for me. And so I can't even imagine, and I know all of like a lot of the things that I can do, you know, a lot of the things that Misha and I talked about. Um, so it's, 
it's even more frustrating for somebody who is overwhelmed by all of these different data points and could it be mold and could it be metals and could it be stress and could it be, you know, prepackaged foods and what do we learn about oils and like the, it's the overwhelm just keeps us in this place of anxiety and anxiety is a massive trigger of leaky gut. So it's again, like this negative downward spiral and there's no form of perfection out there. I don't think there's anyone who's living their life perfectly, fueling their bodies perfectly, their minds perfectly, who is avoiding exposure to mold and other toxins. Um, but there are things that we can do to shift it. Like Misha was saying, can you just try to maybe not drink alcohol for a week? Uh, absolutely. You know, I've had three kids. I, I've been, you know, non-alcoholic three times during pregnancy for nine months, you know, cutting it out for a week is not a big deal just to kind of reset my gut microbiome. So, um, it's also good to kind of get outside of your own head when you're a practitioner in that area. Um, and to ask for help, like we, we've talked about before, um, from somebody who cares about you and has an area of expertise like Misha does in, in food as medicine. Right. Thank you for that. Uh, a lot there, by the way. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Um, Misha, what was that for you? And in what context will you bring this forward? Yeah, no, it just it just reminded me how people, you know, even like someone like Lindsay, who's super educated and super dialed in in this, you know, the whole food is medicine and the wellness and the biohacking space, that you, you can kind of miss some things and you need to kind of bounce, you know, bounce your questions off people. And again, ask for help. Like, Lindsay, I don't know if you thought about like the mold or the mercury stuff around fish intake, because the second you said you're doing all the things right and you still have some, you know, IBS issues, that's an underlying, you know, gut microbiome issue that's probably environmental or something that's going on. So I think just for me to really just it kind of reaffirms that people really do need to like come together and really build a network and build a like what you're doing here by kind of building this community of people troubleshooting their issues together, I think is so important. And I think a lot of like, for example, what just happened with me and Lindsay is like a functional medicine doctor, people we may know, charges like $10,000 for a consultation for that, which to me, all this stuff should be free, open source information. And, yeah. and that's kind of why I like ChatGBT a little bit, because I feel like you could really almost have like a WebMD ChatGBT level doctor where you can kind of put these issues in and kind of get really comprehensive East and meets West diagnosis and, and protocols that really could be helpful. So yeah, it just kind of gives me hope that, you know, we really need to come together and build a system. And I think what, you know, Lindsay, what you're doing with your culinary medicine and, you know, helping doctors kind of understand a better way to deal with their patients is, is so important because a lot of doctors don't even know the, like most, I would say most doctors don't know anything that Lindsay and I were talking about would have any idea what we're talking about. And you're mm -hmm. obviously, Dr. Bart, you're, you're probably, you know, know most of the stuff because you're, you know, an energy healer and doctor as well. I love that resume you have. But it's it's really scary to see these doctors not really catch on, and and now these like peer reviewed studies are coming through, and oh wow, maybe we'll think differently. It's like I have friends in medical who just got out of medical school now that are are in residency or now becoming doctors that are they almost seem like middle schoolers talking about medicine the way us biohacking practitioners talk about it. So it gives me yeah. it gives me hope. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, there's a lot uh, to share on all that. And and I'm just going to get very briefly on my platform since the last show we did 30 minutes. So I'm going to give myself permission to talk a little bit more. But, you know, for me, what it is all about is democratizing uh, access to health. And what that means, I think you're spot on with the, the chat GPT. I think that's the future. In fact, I was talking to so, uh, uh, somebody about that yesterday and how that can actually happen. But the truth at the end of the day is your energy, and we've talked about this before, the, the healing hand of a person is what's going to make a big difference ultimately. So the chat GPT is never going to be enough. So any listener out there, yeah, you can get some guidance, but ultimately you need to go to somebody who actually has the ability to put their hand on, on you to then follow through. But here, here's the thing. I mean, there's so much. And then what I'm going to say right now may trigger a lot of people and, and they may get upset because they're honestly in that victim space. Uh, they're at the fact of the world around them, blaming the world about everything else. But sickness is a choice. Uh, you decide to be sick or not. And the truth is, is that um, because we live in such a toxic world, yeah, it is difficult not to be sick. I mean, there's so many things happening and some of the things that you actually don't have control over. But what you do have control over is, you know, where you navigate towards finding the information that you need. But the the data, and I know this is a sweet spot for you, Lindsay, the data is also important. You know, what are those labs? What are those metrics? And fortunately, a lot of these technologies that are coming out are bringing up metrics that are completely unheard of that reveals so much about what's going on in a body. And that's one of my purposes too, is to bring that to the United States. But simple stuff, do you have mold? I think most doctors aren't even aware of the fact that all these mental conditions and body conditions are the result of mold. Start taking care of that. Start taking care of the, the toxins in your body. You're going to change everything. And for those listeners out there, the leaky gut, it, it sounds such a innocuous word, but truly your gut is... Um, and they call it the third brain, but it's so much more than that, it affects every single thing in you. And if you've got a gut imbalance, it's a major problem. So um, I invite you both to share what more is on your heart to share, what you want people to get have to know as far as insights and action steps that they can take. And I love that you just talked about the gut again, because I've learned so much about the gut after experiencing massive illness because of my gut. Um, did you know that your gut lining is only the thickness of a single piece of human hair and that there's this beautiful microbiome mucus layer around your gut that protects things from coming in or out of, of your gut. I always equate it to, I'm a New Yorker. So everything, the world revolves around New York, of course, for me, but um, I always equate. It's the actually New Amsterdam, just so you know, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, it is New Amsterdam. Um, but if you think about the Lincoln Tunnel, for example, right, it goes from Midtown Manhattan to New Jersey. The Lincoln Tunnel is basically a mesh and then it's got cement. And if the Lincoln Tunnel was hit by a barge, which could be like, you know, a major trauma, either physical trauma or emotional trauma, right, a stress, um, or sodas, refined sugars, oils, all of those things that, you know, mold toxins, heavy metals, those start to erode that cement. And so now you have, you know, your, your smaller cars, maybe like your, your mini Coopers floating out into the Hudson River. Um, it's basically the same thing as your gut. And 
the other thing that I learned is that 90, maybe 80 to 90% of your serotonin receptors, serotonin, which is uh, what makes you happy, right? So you could feel that elated, happy feeling. Those receptors, those little like basketball hoops and the serotonin is like the basketball going into there. Um, they're in your gut. It's not in your brain. <laughs> you don't get happy from your, your brain. You get happy from your gut, which is why, you know, when you go through heartbreak, you reach for that ice cream because you're trying to fill up those serotonin receptors and make yourself happy by making your gut happy. But over the course of time, when you have leaky gut or any sort of other gut microbiome issue, those serotonin receptors kind of get like smushed or covered. And so you're not actually able to be happy because your gut is all gunked up. So anyway, I just felt like that was such an eye-opening um, knowledge set for me as someone going through chronic inflammatory conditions at age 36. I was hospitalized many times. My hair fell out. Um, I was diagnosed with rupus, so rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. I could barely get out of bed. Um, I was just chronically depressed and it all originated in my gut. Yeah, I'd like to add on, add on to that. And before we go to Misha, uh, for and this was a shocker for me because our cell is composed of our cell. Our body is composed of, let's say, seventy trillion cells. Somebody, some people will say it's fifty or sixty, or whatever. But let's say it's seventy trillion cells. And I was shocked to find out that the number of microorganisms that we carry with us is seven hundred trillion cells, ten times as many. But what even shocked me even more several years later when I found this out is that if we look at the total DNA that we carry with us, only 1%, and that's just 1% of that DNA is ours. The rest are those microorganisms. So then you have to realize that all that DNA, that's doing something in your body, you know, whether it's your cognition, you know, whether it's your, your joints, whether it's your immune system, you know, everything else, your hormonal system and all that. And, you know, Misha has brought up inflammation. Lindsay has brought up inflammation. That is the, the reason why there are so many chronic illnesses today. And that gut imbalance is a major issue that we need to correct and that many doctors don't even realize there is a microbiome. Misha, what do you want to share? Yeah, no, I think, you know, Lindsay kind of nailed it, but I think, you know, our, our gut is our most important our stomach and our gut is our most important area of focus, I think, in medicine right now. I think, you know, our, our gut is our second brain, but really our, I think I said it in our last podcast, you, you have more information in your gut, more neural activity, activity, synapses firing than you do in your brain. And I think, you know, all of us, we really don't, you know, we've all heard your body is a temple, but our, our gut is our laboratory and our gut is our place to incubate health. And I think we really need to you know, dial into like, how do you feel every day? And the way how we feel is a direct indication of what, you know, what's going on with our gut. And I think, you know, our gut is our biggest kind of, you know, it is really our kind of telescope to what really is going on with us in our environment as well. So I think for me, as someone who really believes, you know, food is medicine, you know, hydration and, you know, sleep is very important to that puzzle, but to really just focusing on an overall lifestyle where you're not always causing harm to your nervous system and not causing harm to your, you know, physiology and, and to your, and to your body. And I think if you really can, you know, again, the, the way I 
a lot of clients get worried when I say, you know, can I eat whole real food? Food is medicine. Well, I want to have a cheat day. I can't have a cheat day. Again, think of food as a recreational drug, right? Or junk food as a recreational drug. You can't have like, you know, alcohol or a joint or whatever all the time. But you can have like a donut once in a while. And if you don't, and if you basically don't, uh, if you if you don't kind of let yourself have a little bit of leeway, you get something called orthorexia, which is you become super, uh, you know, strict, which creates its own mental illness in your your you know little community and your family and your friend network, but also with yourself, you create this stringent OCD level anxiety where you actually can't heal. And when you're so stressed and so anxious, your your body and your gut is responding in an anxious and stressed state. So, I think you know to really wrap that up is try to calm your entire nervous system, whether it's, you know, neurofeedback, sauna, cold plunge, you know, nutrition, sleeping better, exercise, heavy cardio, but just if we can kind of come to center and return to center, that will create a lot of ease to our gut and to our mind. And that can, you know, stop a lot of this leaky gut that we're dealing with as a national pandemic. Yeah, I love what you're saying. And um, for those out there, in full transparency right now, <clears throat> I love my McDonald's hamburger and the fries. And, and the thing is, is that it's a conflict within me. I fortunately got rid of drinking Coca-Cola because when I was a teenager or young teenager, I saw this ad and there's a bunch of cool teenagers on a Volkswagen overseeing a mountain scenery and they were having so much fun. And the, 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 title was it's the real thing and so it took me about 30 years to recognize that coca-cola was not good for me and i didn't feel good and i'm still finding mcdonald's but here here's the ultimate thing right you have choices you can make changes the kind of microbiome that's in you can also be uh, uh causing you not to lose weight or causing you to gain weight and so one of the simple things that you can actually do is get what's called a gi map and then finding the right kind of individual that will help support you in making some dietary changes. And rather than just chasing all those fad diets, which none of them really do work, and it's also context dependent, there are some very simple principles that you can abide to. And one of which is actually to uh, eat a lot more live food and organic food. Romaine lettuce, commercially grown, has 50 toxins on them, three of which are cancerous. Um, and then when you eat many of those fried foods, uh, those fats that, that are reheated and they get, you know, they go way beyond their, their heating point, uh, those toxins, uh, fat toxins can stay in your body for years. And so understand what it is that you eat. It's, it's, it's not an overnight thing that's going to change things, uh, but definitely, um, you know, it's, there's a lot that you can do. And what I recommend to anybody out there, go reach out. If you have some issues, or, or have want some more insights, reach out to either Lindsay or Misha. I actually also have a uh, an app that addresses many of the things that Misha just mentioned, but rather than trying to go and do everything all at once, as both of them have said, take small steps and start on something. And I think the two basic ones, I mean, the three basic ones that you can do right away is making sure you get better sleep, eight hours of sleep minimum. If you think you're a warrior and need less, that's not true. Uh, exercising, moving, you know, people in blue oceans, have shown us that a lot of movement every all day throughout the day, every 20 minutes makes a huge difference. And then obviously what you eat. Uh, Lindsay, share with us how people get to find you and uh, any final comments that you wanna share with us. Absolutely, thank you so much. I You can reach me at info at smallhinges.health. You can go to my website, info, I mean, smallhinges.health. 
or check me out on Instagram, DM me at small hinges. Um, I love what we we have talked about today, you know, taking those small steps, as you said last time, a thousand mile journey starts with one first step. Um, and we've thrown out a lot of statistics to you today, and it is a choice to not be a statistic. You know, more than half of our world's population will die from a chronic inflammatory condition like cancer, Alzheimer's, heart disease. Um, and a lot of that is avoidable, right? So we talk about health care instead of sick care and really building up that good, strong microbiome. But again, it's just taking small steps, understanding your own bio-individual needs, what you can do, what you can do with the support of your community, with people like Misha and you, Dr. Bart, um, to guide us, to provide us with this amazing information and platform to get there. And you don't have to do it alone. So definitely reach out. Um, I'm here for you. And I know that you guys are, are too. And this has been such a great opportunity to, to chat in a very open and raw and helpful, hopefully helpful environment. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, and it's well taken. Misha. Hi, uh, you can find me at um, thehealthwarriorproject.com, my website, and you can find me on Instagram at thehealthwarriorproject as well. Um, yeah, no, I just want to say thank you so much for you know having us today. And you know, I know that leaky gut and gut issues and stomach issues in general are a huge problem with people in the Western world and globally. And I think there's a lot of things you can do to implement that we brought up uh, in, on a very affordable, almost free level to to really you know, reset yourself. And I think we didn't mention one thing. Um, whenever I have any kind of gut issues and kind of go off the bandwagon, you brought up McDonald's. The reason why I do what I do is I'm a recovering binge eater and uh, food addicts. And uh, <clears throat> I'm in recovery. I lost maybe 127 pounds. I was 327 pounds total. No, sorry, 237 pounds. I, I was 327 pounds at my max. Um, but one of the best things to do to reset, in my opinion, whenever I go, kind of go off the rails, like a two day to three day fast, you know, I'll drink water, but just really just totally reset. And that every single time I feel like an amazing, uh, you know, my gut's amazing. My bowels are amazing. So, so fasting isn't for everyone, but I would look into that if you really need to do a quick reset and that's probably about as free as you can get, you know, just avoid everything. So <laughs> there you go. I love it. Um, well, I want to thank you both for a very insightful conversation. And my hope is that the listener is actually getting some very specific insights and recognizing that there is a pathway to optimum health. It's a matter of walking on that journey, finding the people that have that authentic voice. But most importantly, what I discovered with both of you today, which was very inspiring, is your ability to listen and to listen and to have the empathy and to see the frame from which you know, people are coming and working out. Uh, within that frame, because that frame is very, very different for everyone. And that's unfortunately what our medical system is not really um, able to do. Um, and no criticism of that. You know, I'm here about creating solutions, looking at the path forward, you know, disrupting that. And really, honestly, because at the end of the day, you, the listener, you need to make the right decision for yourself. You can blame everybody else if you want. But the truth is, is that most everything, if not everything, can be reversed, you just have to figure out how and find the right people. So let's democratize health in so many beautiful ways. Find these people, 
these geniuses, these beautiful souls uh, like Lindsay and Misha to support you. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is The Doctor's Guy, Raw and Unfiltered. We will certainly be back with both Lindsay and Misha in the future, because I can't wait to learn much more from both of them. Thank you. Thank you so much for including Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Rademacher and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps in our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.